0: <laughs> every year there's more you know because you will never in eternity in a billion years you'll still be going I just discovered something new you'll be one like you will be like one of the angels going holy 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 and just going mm. nope I see something else wait I see some wait I see something else and uh I love the fact that this is the God we serve that there'll never be a moment where this uh it's like going to Israel you know I, the first time I loved it and the, I was going back the second time and I was thinking I wonder if it'll you know I've seen it it, and it was like twice as good and mm-hmm. getting ready to go for the third time and if you're not planning on going plan on it if you can change your life i promise you ever I have some friends over there right now and been reading their post and they're just so they're giddy they're just giddy because it's just so uh it just blows your world away so even if you've been before even consider coming with us we've got a, we, i think we've already filled up the first bus or pretty close so we're gonna keep pressing on we got three more months before the that first big challenge Is due, so uh, pray about it, and God lets you come with us. Come with us. All right, we are at that point. We had a call earlier on saying, "When is that?" You know, the part where it became communion for us, where you're doing this, and this is that. This is the part. It's the affikoman and the third cup. All right, so this is a Greek word, aphikomen. Uh, what happens is you hide it earlier in. You take the middle piece of matzah, there's three, and you break it and you put it in the little thing and you hide it. And it gets, the kids go and find it and bring it back. The one who finds it receives a great reward. The bread, of course, itself reminds us of Jesus. The rabbis have these rigid codes as to the appearance of the matzah. But what's amazing is they still never figured out it's Jesus. It must have stripes. Jesus was afflicted and striped. It must be pierced because Jesus was pierced. And it must be without leaven. Jesus was without sin. Isaiah 53, 5. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. Now, sailors would often save some of the Afikoman to keep with them because it was believed to calm the sea. Now, as it happens, this was one of the miracles that Jesus did to help end the disciples' unbelief. Many of them were fishermen, so they probably had a little chunk of Afikoman in their little uh, uh, pouch there on on their belts. It was during the eating of this Afikoman and the blessing of it that the Bible tells us Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and we had given thanks. He broke it, and he said, "Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me." Very similar to what God first did at the first Passover. He said, "Listen, want this to be a forever thing for you. Do this, do this, do this. Remember what I've done, and to tell your children, remember." The Apostle Paul wrote to the Corinthians, "A man ought to examine himself before he eats of the bread and drinks of the cup." And at this point in the seder, you pray and you eat the bread. Now, I mentioned earlier in Jerusalem at Passover time, Jews got ceremonial clean and fixed up the roads. Whitewashed tombs should prevent travelers from seeking shelter in a cave, which is really a tomb, because coming into contact with a dead body made people ceremonially unclean. You had to wait a, a month before a second Passover could be observed. So... There is a tradition. After eating of the Afikomen, no other food may be eaten for the rest of the night. It's just a tradition. Now, other than the last two cups of wine at the Seder, you also have coffee, tea, or water. But the the tradition is so that the taste of the matzah, in this case Jesus, was eaten during the meal remains in our mouths. You want to walk away from a Seder with Jesus on your heart. Then you have the third cup. This is the called. Every cup has a name and a verse, uh, meaning attached to it. The third cup is the cup of redemption or the cup of blessing. With well, this cup, Israel remembers their deliverance from slavery and the redemption from the plague of death by the blood of the very first Passover lamb. And the cup corresponds to the verse, I will redeem you. So if the Aphekomen was his body, this obviously the third cup is... His blood. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. And you pray and you drink the cup. And coming up after this, probably the most profound part there, you hit the Seder, and you finally, uh, as the disciples, were going, Oh, this tradition we've been observing all these years, (laughs) it was about you the whole time. And now that we have this revelation, there's more to go. There's a couple more uh, parts of the Seder. And then, of course... The thing is about as a Christian in eating the Seder, just when the Seder's open or over and most people would be done, we're just beginning. Because there's something else following the seder, something pretty exciting. In fact, I, back in the '70s, I was a kid, got saved, and they had all the different, you know, dramas. In the '70s, it wasn't unusual to have things about Jesus in the in the uh, theaters and stuff. And I think it was Jesus Christ Superstar, and I remember sitting there as a young person, and it was just it was powerful. And they got to the crucifixion, mm. and it ended, and I went, wait. You can't end there. You can't stop there. There's more. I just remember being devastated, walking out of the theater, going, "Well, no, it's horrible." I said, "It was so good, and you just ended right before the victory." Mm. And so we'll take you. We're gonna we're gonna stay with you till about eleven fifteen, so we can make sure we get the victory too.